Hey everybody, welcome back to Discover Springford. I'm standing in front of Signature Gallery, located at 51st Avenue in Royersford Borough. Today, I'm sitting down with the owners, Ed and Sherry Schoen. I'm Jeff Desiato, a professional actor, part-time realtor, and transplant to the Springford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. Ed, Sherry, thank you so much for allowing me to come into the shop today. To talk shop, as it were. (laughs) So um, why don't we uh, go back to the beginning? You guys can decide who gets to go first uh, to tell a little bit about your personal story and what led you to Signature Gallery. Edward? (laughs) It's it's, it's a convoluted story. Okay, good. I like those. Those are the most interesting ones. (laughs) Uh, I I, I was always interested in music, and uh, I I, uh, was going to school. I was taking courses at Bucks County Community College uh, in the 70s and uh, when I was taking that performing arts students had to have a fine arts uh, class one there was nothing that interested me in fine arts painting <laughs> none of that stuff right but they had a woodworking class and I thought oh, oh okay. that could be interesting I've never done that before <laughs> I mean my, my father didn't we, didn't we didn't do stuff like that around the house there was, oh, okay. there was nothing like that around the so, you didn't come from a long line of no, tradesmen no, and, no. and woodworkers and no, stuff. No. No. <laughs> so that, that was pretty much, other than whatever kind of ha- hack, hacking stuff I did around, oh, okay. like, you know, <laughs> more destructive than artistic. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. So, I decided to take the class, and I really enjoyed it. It was like, wow, this was this was pretty a lot more relaxing than even a lot of my regular studies were. Oh wow! And uh, and so I, I took that. The, the, they only had at the time they were just starting their woodworking program there they have a full fledged one there now okay. uh, they offered woodworking one and then they offered woodworking two and that was all they offered there uh, but I was there for longer than that so okay. um, so I asked the instructor can we make a woodworking three <laughs> and you know I'll just hang out at woodworking two but we, you can, we, we can work together on a project and he said yeah so we so we did that and uh, I decided boy this is, I really like this this is yeah. You know, this is probably better than, uh, than what I've been doing in, the, in uh, music. So okay. <laughs> I, I was originally going in for music therapy. I did a lot of, I did some work, like at Eastern State, um, down by uh, Ben Salem. For, yeah. Uh, special needs kids and such like that. Okay. Uh, so, but I decided ultimately, if that was going to be my lifetime thing, don't know that I was cut out for it. You okay. Know, I don't know. There, there, there's a lot. You put a lot of yourself into that sure. type of a thing, and uh, uh, I was working with autistic kids, and uh, it, it just seemed like you know I don't know that I want to do this day in day out. I don't mind doing it, but I just don't know if I could take take the level of stress that went along with that. So yeah. anyway, so then I thought maybe I'll do it. My sister moved to California. I helped her move out there. When I was out there, I fell in love with Northern California. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, in Sonoma, the, the university, uh, California University in Sonoma, had a music therapy course. So I thought, well, geez, <laughs> maybe I should still do that. Yeah. Instead, I could live in California. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so, so I did. So I decided after I finished my uh, classes at Bucks, during the summer, I moved to California. And, uh, and I thought, you know, full intention of starting in the fall, uh, music therapy classes. Hmm. 
once I moved out there, I changed my mind. Yeah. I decided I wasn't going to do that. And uh, I, I just decided that, you know, I, I was more, all summer I was working for uh, do it with, with another person that I met through the university, through, through Bucks County Community College, uh, building cool stuff, you know. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I think I'd rather do this. So I said, you know, I'm just going to get a job. I'm just, there's lots of cabinet shops. The thing about California is, at that time, um, all they didn't, you know, cabinet shops built all the stuff for your houses and such like that. That's how it was. Right. You know, there was they wouldn't order them from a place. There was no Home Depot or anything yeah, like that. Right. So they wouldn't order them. They would go to a cabinet shop and they would do all the interiors for your house and such. Mm. So there, it was like a, a plethora of cabinet shops out there. Oh, okay. All kinds of ranges from just like, you know, uh, commercial uh, cap, uh, contractor grade stuff mm. all the way up to very high end so right. uh, so I got involved with that and uh, I uh, and at the same time uh, while I was out there uh, I, actually while I was back here I was reading uh, an author uh, James Krenoff he was a he was from Sweden he, he was very big in the very beginning in the you know like the woodworking Woodworking really took off in the 70s. Yeah. A magazine called Fine Woodworking was just started being published. Uh, he, he was in a couple of the early articles. Uh, and he wrote books not about how to do woodworking, but why to do woodworking. Oh, that's interesting. And his whole, yeah, it was it was a whole uh, zen type thing. Okay. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. That's how it always was with him. Yeah. Uh, while I was out there, and I'd read all his books at that time, and uh, I was trying to get better doing woodworking although I was mostly working at cabinet shops and I worked at a roll top desk factory and things okay. like that yeah. and uh, but then I noticed and I was involved at the time there was a they had a lot of big woodworking organizations out there there was there's there was like the Marin County just north of San Francisco the Sonoma County north of Marin Mendocino County north of Sonoma Woodworkers Association and they all got along and they all had these little things that they did together um, so during the process of that I found out at the Marin County, I mean, I'm sorry, the Mendocino County Woodworkers Association was having Jim Cranoff for summer uh, sessions at oh, one, wow. one of the high schools up there. Yeah. And uh, you could sign up for them and, and do like a, they had a two day session, they had a week long session. And I was like, wow, that's serendipitous. You know? yeah. So, uh, so I, I just, I was working at the time, so I, I could only do like the, two, the weekend class to see what was going on. And I really enjoyed it. And he yeah. seemed, he was a personable guy. That's good. Uh, and, uh, so, yeah, they always say, "Be careful if you like meet the guy, the people that you look up to, because they might, they might disappoint you." Absolutely, that's good. yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it came across real, real nice. As it turns out, uh, he, I, I really felt good about it. Yeah. And then uh, they said, "Well, we're talking about getting something bigger going on out here." And then, as it turns out, I was in touch with them, and they decided we're starting a school with uh-huh. the California State. University and it's going to be uh, on the coast on the, on the Mendocino coast, and uh, he's going to it's going to be his program. They're uh-huh. bringing him over from Sweden to do this program, and uh, so I got to get into that class. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so I figured you know I, I, I didn't know how I was going to do it because right. you know I was working at jobs, not making a lot of money, and uh, but I figured you know I got to somehow find a way to pull this off. Yeah. And uh, so that is what happened. Okay. So I, uh, I got into the class. It's funny because. I know I was the first person to get into that class because I was bugging them so much <laughs> that they didn't even have to mail me my acceptance letter. They handed it to me. <laughs> 
and he said, "You're the first guy to get into the class." And he uh, hands it good. to me, you know. And uh, so that was back in 1981. And uh, okay. so, and it was a, it was a year long class. It still goes on today. Uh, very intense. Yeah. I mean, everybody they had like I think there were 16 of us in the class, and. Uh, it's called the College of the Redwoods. It's College, it's College of the Redwoods is what it's called. Okay. It is. And I think now it's called the Crandall School of Fine Woodworking at the okay. College of the Redwoods. Uh, and they always try to make things a little bit more prestigious. And over time, I feel like right, they, they right. add more words to the name. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But it was the kind of thing where, you know, you, you started at 8 in the morning and the shop was open until 10 at night. And a lot of times... You were there, like you were there. It was more than a full time job there, and everybody there was like everybody was there. Like you go home and get something to eat, you go back and work some more. You yeah. know, and it was over on weekends. You know, so uh, anyway, so uh, I spent my year. I was a full year doing that uh, year program, and then uh, after that, uh, I started doing some assorted things with other cabinet shops in the area, and uh, but decided that uh, I wanted to move back to Pennsylvania. Uh, my parents were getting older. They decided they were living in Florida, and they were talking about moving back to Pennsylvania. My sister, who lived out there, was moving back to Pennsylvania. I thought, you know, let's move, let's move back to Pennsylvania. Yeah. And just prior to that, I met Sherry in California. Oh, okay. And uh, so, so he brought you back to the East Coast. No. <laughs> it was a roundabout way. Okay. Was around, so. She was living in Florida at the time. Okay. And she was visiting my sister actually. Oh, and, okay. Uh, so. Uh, so I met her before, just before I left, and then uh, then later on we we got together, and uh, she was just getting ready to move back to Pennsylvania too. Oh, okay. This symbol similarly, and she's from the same area. Oh, wow. Both, okay. We're both from Lower Bucks County. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, well, let me transition then to hear a little bit of what you were doing before you guys met, uh, and how you ended up uh, out in California. If well, you don't actually, mind. Yeah. I, I was living um, or in Florida, you in said. Florida, yeah. right, and uh, for a couple of years just doing, I was in the restaurant business. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to move back to Pennsylvania, and he was, um, he helped me move back, actually. Oh, really? So um, so we moved back to Sellersville. Oh, okay, and, yeah. Uh, I don't know how long after that we opened a retail store in Paoli. Yeah, it was probably about four years, I guess. Selling furniture. Oh, okay. Yeah. All original uh, pieces that you were... All handmade stuff. Yeah, all handmade stuff. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. I I used to work for a company in Perkasy, and uh, I I used to run the company. Actually, I used to run the the shop. Okay. uh, The company used to run the shop. And uh, and they made a lot of antique reproductions and such like that. So we started out mainly selling their furniture because I was working full-time. And I I threw the occasional piece in there kind of a thing. Yeah. And... uh, so, uh, but for the first, well, I guess from 87 till 92, uh, it was just me part-time making stuff and selling their furniture. We sold a couple of other people's furniture too. And uh, all handmade stuff, you know, and uh, uh, antique reproductions. Yeah. And uh, until like in 92, I was so busy. I had a client, I had a client every year that would buy, buy a really nice piece of furniture from him every year. And he was doing his house in Nantucket. And, oh, wow. Uh, and he's finally said, this is taking too long. And he said, let's finish it. But I need it all by this date. So he, he ordered like the rest of the house full of furniture, but he needed to have it by a certain date because oh he just wanted to get it done. So I'm like, well, this is a pretty good opportunity to leave my job right. and do it full time. And, 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 and I figured hopefully after there, we'll get more work. And, yeah, right. <laughs> Take that leap. Right. And that's, what, that's how I took the leap due to, yeah. this one, due to actually this one customer. Actually. Yeah. Uh, 
So you said you you're both originally from Lower Bucks, like Ben Salem area. Or? Uh, I was actually from Southampton. Yeah. She was from Richboro. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uh, I used to work I, a long time ago in many many previous jobs. I worked in Richboro. Uh, I grew up in Northeast Philadelphia, so I'm very familiar. Uh, oh. My dad lived in Feasterville for oh, a lot go. of his young adult life and uh, into his adulthood. Um, so yeah, I'm very familiar. Even though now we're all out here. Um, that's that's I'm actually that's more my stomping grounds as I right. start to continue to make myself roots here in, in Springford. So it's it's always fun to hear uh, the various places that people come from and how they end up here in this area because right. there's a lot of people that are, are that are lifers and then there are a lot of people that are transplants as well. So right, right. it's always cool to hear the story. Well, we right. keep moving west is how it worked. I mean, yeah, because you know, we were living I mean, when, we, when, we, when we got back to when the two of us got together when we got married. We we're living in Blooming Glen and. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then we, when we bought our first house, we were in Harleysville, moving yeah. a little bit west. And then our next house, we built. I built our next house in Schwenksville, and then and we sold that house, and then we built our current house. At the same time, we bought this building in uh, Perkiomenville. Okay. So, uh, so we live in Perkiomenville, okay. but our business is here, obviously. Sure. In so you actually, you actually built a house? Yeah, that one house. Oh wow, that's I awesome. <laughs> I actually built both houses. So. Did you really? This last one, I. I the first house, it was a little. We couldn't use rat. We couldn't use trusses, and it was a, it was a rafter framed roof, and it okay. was a very complicated roof. I didn't do the framing. I was okay. afraid it was it was above my pay grade. Right. So, <laughs> I was yeah. going to say I would imagine making furniture and building a house are very very different. They are. They are. <laughs> very, very like, different. But you know the funny thing about it was like you know I'd work all week building furniture, and then I work on the weekends on the house, and it was like a totally different job. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, like I wouldn't want to do this seven days a week, but to, to, yeah, it was like oh wow, it's like this is like a different job. Yeah, know? right. It's a, you're using a lot of uh, you know the same instruments and tools right. and, and and wood, obviously. But right. yeah, yeah, totally different. Yeah. <laughs> But the current house that I built, uh, I picked a design that was a little easier to do. <laughs> and then uh, I did all the framing and everything in this particular house. Oh, that's so cool. With the systems. So, but, yeah, I can't imagine. I, I am not skilled with my... Other than playing guitar, I can't do anything with my hands. <laughs> so, but I did, as a child, I actually... I, I, uh, I entertained becoming a carpenter when I was like 11. I was like, oh, that would be cool, you know, like be able to make things with my hands. And then I picked up a guitar and I never did anything else after that. So, like everything else I, I was interested in was always like intangible things like singing or whatever, you know, like you couldn't, you know, you can't, there's no finished product on singing, I guess, unless you record it. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so what, from your perspective, Sherry, um, had you had what was your you said you were in the restaurant business um did you have any experience with with this line of work or no nope. no okay you just well, you came along antique restaurant my, my, yeah. my dad was a putterer so oh okay um, and i helped him um build things over the years like a sailboat i helped him build oh a wow sailboat. um yeah he had a shop in in the basement in our house where we grew up yeah and, um and he got me started on refinishing antiques. They were yeah. big antique people. So, oh, that's cool. Um, so that was kind of a connection for us. I yeah. Guess, you know, love of furniture. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So at what point, obviously you said you guys came back here, you got together. Um, when, how long after you were married did you open up that store in Paoli? That you mentioned. Just pretty recent? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty soon after. Yeah. She, was, she was running the furniture department at Hess's. In Quaker Town. Oh, okay. For a few years. Yeah. yeah. Hess's. What? It, that's doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't. Okay. Did it get bought by something else or just closed its doors? Oh, okay. I know a lot of those like 
smaller stores got got bought up by got, Macy's. Yeah, eaten up. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, they were out of Allentown. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my uh, my in laws are uh, they live in Easton, so mm-hmm. we're yeah. we're often making our way up to the Lehigh Valley for holidays and things oh, like right, that. Right, so right. yeah, it's cool. There's a lot of I find yeah, there's a lot of common threads. As I as I talk to people, I'm like, oh yeah, I know where that is. I know, you know, other people are like, oh, I'm from this area. And I'm like, where is that? I have no idea. Which is kind of how I knew about you know Royersford. I hadn't known much about it before we started looking in the area. And, um, we I didn't got, either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we didn't either. Yeah. And we were looking for a building. That's oh, okay. We found it. Right. Yeah. So you had the the furniture like sales store first, mm-hmm. and then uh, at what point did you start to transition into more production and stuff? Well, we had in '92 uh, when we built we, we when we bought our house in uh, Harleysville, it was really a barn with a house. Oh, really? As opposed to a house with a barn. Yeah. Know? It was a very large barn. I thought this is perfect. I can set up a shop here, and and so for the first. From '92 until '99, we were, we were building. That was our first was shop. Our first shop. Oh, okay. So we built furniture there until we sold the it house. Was on, it was on your property. On yeah. Property yeah. Houses, yeah. So, uh, so we built furniture there until '99. Until we bought this building, and because uh, we, 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 I don't know how we did it to be honest. I yeah. Mean, it was 2,500 square feet. I mean, we, at the time we had about five or six guys. Um, wow. And I don't even know how we did it. Uh, yeah. You know, we got here and we got 5,000 feet per floor, you know, as yeah. opposed to a total of 2,500. And I'm probably stretching that number a little bit. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was really different at that yeah. time. Um, but I, 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 when I was running the, the other shop in Kirkusy, it was a building just like this. Oh, really? And yeah. With, with the same type of building with, with the large windows, brick building. And I loved it. I was yeah. like, it was just, it was just, you know, wood floors. And as soon as I saw this place, I'm like, this is the place. Right. One thing the other place didn't have was an elevator. This one oh, okay. did. So this was a plus. Yeah, that's really good. You, know, you used to have to carry everything upstairs. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so uh, sorry, I don't know if you were about to say something. No, but, uh, so you had said that the, the decision to leap into going completely on your own was this person purchasing a, a whole house full of handmade furniture from you guys. What, right. was, uh, what was that conversation like in terms of like, well... Now it's time, I guess. You know, like this guy's basically going to fund the start of our business by buying all these furniture. Right. Yeah, pretty much. That was it. Yeah. That was it right there. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, some trepidation at first. You think? Yeah, of course, you yeah. always have that kind of thing. I, I, I felt like at the time, and I know this happens with a lot of managers and such like that. I just felt like you know I liked work, what I was doing and where I was working, but I was constantly putting out fires. Yeah. I mean, that's all I was doing. It was just right. like you know I was going in and solving this problem and solving that problem, and. and you know, and then like on weekends, I'd actually build stuff, and I'm like, wow, this is way better than what I. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. just putting out fires, you know. Right. Even though I was good at it, you know. Right. But um, so I, I'd rather. I'm, that's kind of my my forte. I'd rather be doing the stuff. I'd rather right. be actually making the stuff. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why you got into it in the first place, yeah. right? It was exactly. the actual the Zen yeah. aspect well, yeah. of, of woodworking. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely was. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, in the store in Paoli, we opened right before Christmas one year oh, wow. with three pieces of furniture. <laughs> and our, I can still remember my first sale. This lady came in; she got money for Christmas, and she she ordered two pieces. It was oh, so yeah. exciting! Yeah, I can imagine. You <laughs> and, probably felt alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and it just uh, it was a good location because we, yeah. we did really well there. Yeah, we had a lot of good business there. So, and you and were there for you said from what ninety two to. Six or seven years? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. then we moved. We, 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 I think the winters were pretty, getting pretty bad there. Yeah. And, and then 
for the commute, and so we uh, we wound up moving to Skipback, which moved the store to Skipback. Oh, okay. But we were in Skipback for like four or five years. Okay. Right. Were you like right in that strip of yeah. places? Yeah. Right. We were in the old firehouse. Oh, okay. Right in the center yeah. of town. There. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 So. It's a cute store. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, how. So you were in, you sold that way for a number of years in the yeah. different locations and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, and then at what point was it that, you, so you were producing this stuff from your uh, your home premises and, and, and that's what you were selling right. at this point? Right. So when did you decide that it was time to move and, and you started this process of moving to Murray's well, we, well, we sold a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We sold a house, we also didn't have a shop anymore. So yeah. <laughs> we, we knew that was coming, we were looking at it at the same time. We were, yeah. we, were, we, had, you know, we were looking at, we bought the, we bought the property in Schwanksville to build yeah. our house and then we knew okay we got to sell this house and once we sell that now we're going to need a place to work and right. the people that we sold the house to didn't really have a use for the barn oh, okay. so we rented it from them for a few months okay. until we were done here oh, until okay. we got ready here so yeah uh, it just you know so yeah we just needed a place we were already done you know? yeah. <laughs> and in the new place there was just dirt there. We didn't have a house either. Yeah. So, could, so either way, we had to find like, a place. Yeah, it's nomads. A yeah. Years. I can imagine. You're yeah. like living and working transiently, you yeah. know, yeah. trying to... Yeah, we're setting this up. We're building a house. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy year. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, was that? Uh, it was 99. 99. Okay, yeah. so yeah. over 20 years ago at this yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how did you come about... Um, or you know, did you have someone looking for properties for yeah, you or something did. like that? Yeah, yeah we, had, we had a real delivery property yeah. for us. And he sent us this one. And it's funny because I always thought Royersford. Like, where the heck is that? Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> and then I kept thinking it was so far away Yeah. because the only way I've ever gotten to Royersford was some convoluted way of going from Swanksville. This is before, you, you know, you look at your phone to tell you how to do it. Yeah, things. exactly right. You know, so I'd go from, you know, Swanksville to Collegeville, get on 422 and then come up there and it was like, this takes forever. I, mean, yeah. I don't want to go there. And then a friend of mine said, no, no, no. You just get on Township Blind Road from Swingsville, you know. You're there, you'll be there in 15 minutes. I'm oh, like, really? Okay. And I saw that. I'm like, wow, this is a perfect location, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, so that's kind of how it happened, actually, yeah. literally. So uh, I remember coming here one day. I'm like, wow, this, this was easy, you know. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I saw the building, I loved it. Like, yeah. oh, that's a great building, so. This used to be a furniture store. Oh, did it really? For, yeah. for a number of years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just about to ask what was this Townsend before? Furniture, yeah. um, then it was some other furniture yeah. store. Yeah. Um, but over the years, it's been, it was a stove factory. It yeah. was, a, I think, a tanning factory. at one time. Oh, tanning really? Factory. Yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of history. Do you, you smell the, the carcasses at all? <laughs> like, there's no lingering <laughs> sense of the, of the skins and stuff? That's what you mean by tannery, right? Yeah, right. Not a tanning well, salon. We, 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 not a tanning salon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we sort of, the whole building, we painted the inside of the whole building before we moved in. Okay. Uh, we, a couple of the guys who helped me build the house, uh, I had them over here for like, they were here about two weeks, I think, and they were spraying the building. I figured this is probably the only time I'm going to paint it, so let's paint these inside now <laughs> yeah. before we move in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I figured, and that, that sort of helped too to get kind of like a nice clean. Because it was black. Yeah, it was. Yeah, black, black, black. Oh wow! Yeah. How many coats of paint to get it not black yeah. anymore? I, don't I, think know. Been, I think one. Just I think one. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. You so, a, how much space do you? You said you five thousand per, per floor. floor. Yeah, four floors. Four floors. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I didn't realize that. Yeah. And what is located on each floor? Uh, at the lower section has we store a lot of our materials down there. They okay. like our lumber and stuff like that. 
And then we do a lot of our rough cutting down there. Okay. So we got a little, and a lot of the really noisy equipment is downstairs. Okay. So, and that's, that's actually a criminal thing too. So you know, oh, okay. try and keep that stuff away. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's all downstairs. Um, and then this is the main place where we build stuff. Um, the next floor up is where we do our finishing. Okay. So we have, the, we have a big spray booth up there for spray finishing. And, uh, and we do we do a lot of veneering too, so we have veneer presses on okay. that floor also because it, you don't need tools for that. It's just, okay. you know, that just gets done up there. Um, and then the top floor is storage. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot of space. So it's I guess twenty thousand square, square feet. feet. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So have you gotten you know any training since you've started this business? Are you are you working with your hands too, involved in the in the making of the furniture or dabbling or finishing? Not really. finishing? She, she oh, only okay. when I she have worked. to. <laughs> when she it's all hands on deck. That's, yeah. that's not true. That's yeah. not, she does a lot of work in the finishing department. Oh, okay. If we have to do custom colors, she makes the custom colors and such. Up, oh, so, cool. So we, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's cool. And then your love for for antiquing and furniture in general, I would imagine, brings a different. You probably have different tastes in terms of what types of furniture, and you can collaborate and things like that. Do you do well, that Edward at all? Well, does all his own designs. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's more towards the arts and crafts. Yeah, so. I've, I've gravitated. I mean, I sort of started my career doing a lot of very contemporary stuff, and then yeah. I knew if I came back to Bucks County, it would be or or this area, that, you know, Bucks Montgomery County, it would be antique reproductions. I know it would be that. Yeah. And I wanted that because yeah. I didn't have much experience in that type. Okay. Of and so I really wanted to. It's like a new that. challenge for you. Yeah. yeah. And But as I got into it more and more, I really liked I, the arts and crafts furniture. appeals to me more. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's I try and do a, a little ver, a version of arts and crafts furniture um, with more of an Asian slant. So, okay. Yeah, so that's, that's for someone like myself who doesn't know a thing about this, what is, how would you classify arts and crafts furniture, arts, or what what items make up arts and crafts? Arts and crafts furniture, furniture was was uh, was started actually started uh, in the late eighteen hundreds in England. William Morris started it, and then uh, Gustav Stickley uh, is the one who started it here in the United States. Okay. And uh, it was simpler furniture. It was oh, it okay. was it was getting away from the heavy Victorian carved. Okay. You know gingerbready looking stuff. Oh, okay. And they wanted it very straight looking. You know, okay. Like straight square legs, uh, minimal design, a lot of spindles. Oh, okay. Uh, square spindle type things and such like that. Okay. So, yeah. So that's kind of, that. that's a, a good way to differentiate. Mission, yeah. it's sometimes called mission styling. Oh, okay. Um, I think I've so heard that before, yeah. It's kind of, you know, I, I can't. I'm not sure. I can't swear as to where that came in, but mm-hmm. where the mission is, if it was some sort of thing in California or something, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's arts and crafts. That's typically arts and crafts. Arts right. and crafts was a whole like uh, uh, furniture, house, houses, and such like that. Bungalows like that'd be an arts and crafts type house. Oh, okay. You know, like those type of bungalows and such. We you say like the Sears. The, like this, yeah. like a lot of the Sears houses, and yeah. Stuff, but they were like bungalows. You know, oh yeah, like bungalows. And we have that's what we have. You know, yeah, that's a, they're typical arts and crafts houses. Uh, so yeah. based, on, I think they're they're based on an Indian design. I think that's it. Might even be. I think it is an Indian word. Actually, yeah. it's, it's a variation of an Indian word that, that you know of, of the actual shape of it. So, oh okay. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, in terms Indian of, country, as in country, okay. yeah, so, India, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, now in terms of of how people. Uh, how you 
solicit customers and things like that. Do you have a catalog of, of items or do you do commission? Like do people commission specific types of things from you guys or pretty how much do you that's, handle it? That's what we do. That's pretty much all we do. Oh, right? okay. Like, is that, yeah. I mean, what had happened before when we had the store, we had more of the lines of furniture and such, but we found that, eh, can you do it? Can you have it this wide or can eh, of that detail? Can we do this? And, I'd like to do this color, oh, okay. you know, and, and it started getting... So it was getting, all customized. It was all customized, yeah. and it was like, we said to ourselves, you know, we've got this retail storage place here, and that we're selling, we are selling stuff out of it, but mostly we're meeting clients who are telling us how to change everything that uh, we're yeah. doing. So, like, so why do we have this inventory? Why, you know, like, right. Yeah, like you we're know? keeping this inventory. So stuff. we keep a small showroom here, but mostly... It's it's custom stuff that oh, we okay. do right now. So yeah. that's pretty much all we do is custom work. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. We do we do we do furniture, we do uh, interiors. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of built-in type things. Uh, you know, kitchens, libraries. Kit- you know, we do occasional kitchens, libraries. Oh wow. We've been doing exterior doors lately. Uh, anything out of wood, really. Yeah, basically anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anybody yeah. ever they order? Uh, you know the old-fashioned rocking horses or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> do you, yeah, yeah. You don't do so, we haven't. That's done a little small like scale, yeah, I think, yeah, for you, you guys. Yeah, yeah, we don't do stuff like that. Uh, but pretty much furniture for every room in the house: beds, yeah. chests, of drawers, tables. Uh, some we, we make some chairs. Okay. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, desks. We do a lot of desks. We do, we've been doing for a while. We were doing a lot of live edge stuff. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that term. It's uh, like, is that where you, you don't actually finish the, or it keeps the, it retains the shape of, shape of, of the, the tree? Of the exactly, tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Right. So like a, like a tabletop. We've done yeah. we did a, uh, we've done some, a real nice desk like that. We did we did a few desks like that. We yeah. did a, a countertop out of that. Um, I, I got a I've got a boatload of live edge wood downstairs. Right. As a of fact. That's yeah, it's really cool because everything is completely one of a kind. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just right. like. You know, you can't recreate that shape. It's what the way, right. how nature made it. So, yeah, we did a table in for a client of ours in Reutersford, a forty-two inch wide by twelve foot walnut table, two and a half inches. Twelve foot long. Twelve oh, foot yeah. long. Huge. <laughs> it's like the, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. How many family members they have to sit at a twelve foot long table? That's three. 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 That's it. <laughs> Like I said, pass the salt. We joked about that. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, they're, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. They, they have a big family. Though. Yeah. They, yeah, they come to visit and such. And, uh, two, but, yeah. how, how thick did you say it was? It was two and a half inches thick. Four, okay. took, so, yeah. took four people to bring that tabletop in. Actually. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah, that's because it's it, just solid, and it just sat on the base, the actual base. And we, we made some, yeah. we made some live edge benches to go with it, and then they they bought chairs, benches like to go in the middle area, and then chairs like also on chairs, too, yeah. like upholstered chairs too. Yeah, so, ah, that's uh, really cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so so is there a way for people to see the outside of coming into the showroom like some of those pieces that you've done in the past do you have like a website it's on our website, it's on your website like our previous website. work and stuff yeah, so oh, you yeah. wanted to like oh I actually like that so right. if you could do something like that yeah right. that's cool. and that's what happens a lot of times yeah. people that, that'll give them some ideas and, and directions sure. of where to go and such like that yeah because yeah. I know there's a lot of people that they know what they like when they see it but they can't describe it like they need something to refer to so that's good that you guys have the showroom here right. and people can come right. in right. do people walk in sometimes or is yeah. that really yeah because it's kind of you know uh people wouldn't necessarily think it's like you can walk right in and just come and talk to people or whatever i would think but yeah if that's something yeah. available to people that's good yeah yeah and uh so tell me a little bit about i i know you 
you guys are obviously you've been here for a while now and you've you've uh, established a presence, but uh, the there is something else that you guys do, I think, right? The First Avenue Woodworking. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. You, yeah. Yeah, we, we started that a couple of years ago. I don't know, three or four years ago, was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And uh, it, it's woodworking classes. Oh, okay. And we teach them um, mostly on weekends and yeah. such like that. So we usually do uh, uh, their, the, the bulk of the classes are two-day classes. They're, you know, you come in, people come in at 8 in the morning on Saturday and Sunday, we work till 4.30. And okay. they're project-based, so we have people work on a particular project that we're doing, uh, whether it's a, a small bench or a, a hall table, coffee table, right. uh, end table thing. And so and we just show them how to do it um, with with traditional construction techniques. Okay. End of the day on Sunday, they take it, they take it home with them. And, oh, wow. So they, they it doesn't take very long to... Right. From start to finish, that's right. pretty cool. Right, yeah. It's a full weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it's, Five it's, o'clock, they're still trying to finish it. Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they're trying to finish it. Yeah, I'm sure. And people but, are probably, like, super perfectionist about it and stuff. Everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it's a really great thing because everybody is so into it. Yeah. I mean, everybody is just like, you know, yeah. I mean, it's funny. We've had, uh, there's quite a few funny little anecdotes, but I remember one of the classes we had here, <laughs> We've had a couple, or we've had husband and wife teams. They both have come and are doing it. And yeah. uh, I remember one such thing. One of the guys, one of my my assistant, who was talking to one of the people, one of the women walked over and was talking, and he's like, well, "How do you think? How's it going?" She's how, "How do you think it's going?" She's like, "I don't care. It's always better than my husband's." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I would imagine there's like a little competitive uh, environment. Comp- yeah. There is a definite. Yeah, it's funny. I remember one guy that I know took the class one time, and he had he convinced his wife to come, and she come with a, came with a girlfriend, and and, and like the next the day after the class, I got a phone call. Hey, what's the deal here? How come my wife's project stays in the house, but mine goes up to the mountain house? <laughs> one is only okay for. Our family to see. The other one is for guests, yeah. and I, you yeah, know exactly. Yeah, that's what. So it's I know funny. my wife. Anything my wife made here would be better than anything I would make here. She's <laughs> she's the one who. It's funny. Our, we have a little bit of a. Her father's a machinist and can build anything and all that kind of stuff, and she has gotten that gene. And my dad was a musician as well, uh, and more. Uh, you know, now he works in computers and things like that. So it's funny how. I, you know, I often, I like to cook and do those types of things. So, you know, we kind of flip the traditional 1950s, you know, whole rolls on their heads. So my wife, like, there's a story, not to bore you guys, but one time I was supposed to hang curtain rods and my wife came home and they weren't hung. And it was because I had put a hole in the wall trying to hang the curtain rods. So she, she's like, what? So then, so I spackled and painted the hole that I put in the wall and then like, so it looked like I had done nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, no, I had, I had done quite a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, so she proceeded to hang the curtain rods while I made dinner. So <laughs> it's a, kind of like a, a great little uh, summation of oh, our relationship good. as a couple. Is that she She's really good at, with her hands and, and taking on projects like that. She really enjoys it. And I'm like, oh, hey, like, good job. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you enjoy cooking. I do. I do like there cooking. I, see, I find cooking very zen. Now, cleaning up after the cooking, not at all. That's yeah, a, I, but... My wife's like, see, this is why I don't make so much of a mess when I 
cook because <laughs> it's hard it's hard to clean up. Meanwhile, I'm in there and like you hear like the classical music or whatever, like and I'm like throwing eggs and you know like like the chef from the Muppets. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm like it's like it's art, you know, like making something. So it's really cool that you guys are able to use to kind of marry the two things of um, uh, a trade with art because right. a lot of times they're like mutually exclusive in a sure. way you know what I mean so yeah. the fact that you can have a creative outlet but also the sense of accomplishment of finishing something I would imagine that's why you know those those word, woodworking classes are so uh, exciting for people because they know at the end they'll have proof of the work that they did right. you know Absolutely. and it's something that they can have forever which is elusive in a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember another story of the guy taking, he took this, it was this little bench we make in the first class, and he yeah. took it home, but it has all exposed joinery. And I guess he was getting a new kitchen put in. These kitchen guys were like, well, you built that? <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? And he's thinking, why did I hire these guys? <laughs> Right. It's like, well, they know, I'm sure they know how to do exactly what they were trained to do right. for that kitchen, right. you know, like, so. Right. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> You're like, darn it, I could have saved a lot of money on this, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's probably not as hard. I would imagine it's one of those things, like, once you... Once someone shows you behind the curtain a little bit, you're like, oh, oh, now it starts to make sense. Like, for me, like, everything here seems, like, impossible. Like, it's like a miracle that any of this stuff is here and sturdy and standing. Because I can't imagine how it's done, but I would, you know, um, as people are learning, you see, like, the light bulb start to go on and stuff. Like, oh, that makes sense why these things come together like that. So, yeah, that's why I always was like, man, I wish I could, like apply myself like because I could like save money on mechanics I could save money on this I could save money on this if I would just like uh, I do refer to YouTube a lot you know that's that's a helpful sure. thing if there's ever something around right. the house that needs to get fixed but there um, you go. my wife again usually takes the lead on those projects because she's better at like you know well she has skinnier fingers and arms and stuff so like for reaching there's one time we had to replace our our car door window because it was a crank and the crank broke, right. and she actually she took the car door off oh and she gosh. she did it. She oh, just watched impressive. YouTube. She had like a YouTube video. She was like, mm, mm, "We got the part," and she did it. And I'm just like, man, "I married the right great. woman, man. This is amazing." <laughs> Give my wife some love here on the on Discover Spring for I don't often do that, um, but uh, yeah, she's a she's a she's really great with that kind of stuff. Just applying like she's like, "All right, I don't know how to do it, but by the end I will," you know. <laughs> Which is good. So I'm, I'm so afraid I'm going to damage something that I'm like, I'll just let somebody else do it, you know? Right. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. So this has been fun. I, I really appreciate the story behind it. Tell people a little bit about um, how they can uh, interact with you guys, how they can um, either inquire about work uh, or, uh, or I shouldn't say work that you guys can do for them uh, and how they can get in touch with you. Well... Phone. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call. Sure. Send an email. Uh, we have connections on the website. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, and we'll have all those links below the yeah. video as well. Uh, do you have a social media presence at all? Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that yep. the primary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, and what's the phone number here so people can reach you? 610-792-5399. 5399. Great. So uh, is there, before we uh, wrap up, is there anything else that you guys wanted to uh, let people know about Signature Gallery? I don't know if we should bring up them. Should we bring up the other thing upstairs, or it's up to you. <laughs> there, there, there is one other thing. I okay, yeah, please. If you want to bring it up, yeah, but sure. For, for for a number of for a couple of years now, we've been working with a, an opioid uh, rehab place okay. in uh, Oaks. 
Okay. It's called the Manor of Hope. It's called the Manor. Oh, okay. And uh, the the uh, the owner of that had approached me years ago, and he said maybe you'd be a good fit for helping us out with uh, some of the guys that come in here. Uh, okay. As far as giving them some purpose, giving them some training and such like that. And uh, so uh, I'd, I've hired people from that. Oh, that's uh, awesome. For, you know, since since that time period. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's funny because the one one of the, the first guy we hired actually total rock star yeah I mean uh, he turned out I mean he, he couldn't use a hammer when he came here I mean when he left he was making up stuff and his dad was believing him because you know because dad his dad was thought he was a pretty good woodworker but he was making up stuff and his yeah I got him convinced I mean don't do that you know? but, like, but he, his dad now believes him kind of a thing yeah and, and over this and uh, but uh, so anyway he was he was a uh, yeah, he, he made the manner of hope very proud in us too and uh, that worked out really well um, you know, we're not looking to make woodworking careers out of these people. We're, right. just, we're just trying to give them some knowledge. Yeah. You know, much like we do at the classes and such like that. And uh, so we've been doing that for the past couple of years. And just recently, we started doing a, a, a couple day a week program with them, so they can oh, pretty okay. much bring a bunch of them over, and we'll give them little projects that they can make. I, we set up a room upstairs just for them, actually. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, and uh, Randy, who works with me here, uh, is running that program. And uh, and they'll just come here, you know, just make little things, you know, yeah. like, like they're working on a plaque with uh, carved letters and such like that. Oh, and then awesome. they, they can take it home and all of a sudden, hey, they made this. You yeah. Know what I mean? And uh, just to give them a sense of self, self-worth. Yeah. You know? and, uh, yeah, so. like, yeah, again, that sense of accomplishment. Like, yeah. you know, I did this with my own two hands. Right. You know, and, I, yeah. and, it's, it's, yeah. and it's a skill that they can then start to build on if they choose to. Right. right. And, and as, I, as I even told the, the young guy who worked for us, I said, you know, I know you're not going to get a woodworking, but this is going to help you down the road. Right. I mean, you're working around your house. You don't have a wife like you do. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so throw that out too. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's just it'll help you down the road. Right. Just, you can tra- You know, this can transfer. And uh, so, yeah. So that's again, we're not. I have I have another g- a good friend down in Nashville, North Carolina, and he's actually training people. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it sort of started out because we both sort of are doing a similar type of a thing okay. I didn't realize he was doing it he didn't realize I was doing it oh, wow. but he's actually trained he's actually training them in, oh, in a okay. woodworking program of sorts and they're actually making things and selling them oh, wow. thing, uh, through another uh, opioid uh, rehabilitation center down there that's in, great in Asheville and, and that yeah. could be the goal here to yeah, could have actually, yeah, right. that they're producing something yeah, you know? yeah. Right. But, well, that's so cool that you guys are doing that because obviously we know the crisis that our country's under uh, with opioids and Absolutely. things like that, and, yeah. and to have, for, for you guys to, you know, obviously have the presence that you've had here for a number of years, and obviously your work speaks for itself. But to, to go that extra mile um, and give back in that way is really encouraging, uh, especially with a local a local uh, organization yeah, that's, great that's organization. in the Springfield. Yes, and it, it is. Yeah. It's it's a totally super professional. It's. It's, yeah, nice, nice people. Everybody yeah. there. It's just, I mean, and, and it's been a boon to us. You yeah, know? it really has. It's been. It's made us. It's just, I don't know. It's. it's I don't know. The whole Zen thing, I guess. It's, yeah, it right. Has. It's, it's done. It's. It's done really well. Yeah, know? I would dare to say that, like as you had said, that for them to come here and to learn, it gives them purpose and meaning. That, but even in on your end, to to extend that offering to 
to those that are struggling, right. it, it provides you with a sense of like I'm, what I'm doing has a higher a higher value even than just making stuff that makes people happy. Like I'm actually giving uh, opportunities for those that may not have them otherwise. Right. So that yeah, it creates a Zen environment for you. Right. Like, right. I mean, yeah. Nice. There's, there's more of a there's more of a purpose to what you're doing here than right. just making furniture and, and selling it. You know, like right. it's you're you're reinvesting as it were in right. in, in the those around us and in the community, which I, uh, I give you guys a lot of credit for that. Because I know a lot of people might not be willing to uh, to extend themselves in that way. So uh, I'm grateful that you guys have uh, elected to do that. That's really cool. Yeah, thanks. Great. Yeah, yeah. We, we like it. It's, yeah, it's, it's been working out really well. Yeah, that's it really awesome. has. I mean, so get the guys. No, I'm glad it. that you shared that. Uh, yeah. I would have, if I had found out about that after the fact, I would have been like, oh, I should have asked about that. That's so cool. You know, that's a great. That's a great. Uh, that's a great thing to, to wrap up on. Uh, so, anything else? I think that was, that was great. All right, great. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for letting me come in and, and have this conversation with you guys. Yeah, no problem. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Spring Ford. I want to thank you for watching. I also want to thank Ed and Sherry for their time today. If you would like to know more about Signature Gallery and First Avenue Woodworking, you can click the variety of links below the video. If you enjoy Discover Spring Ford and would like to support us going forward, you can do that in a number of ways. You can visit our website, discoverspringford.com, and subscribe for our email newsletter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast. If you enjoy the work that we do with Discover Spring Ford, highlighting the Spring Ford community, and would like to support us financially, you can do that in one of three ways. You can support us for as little as $1 a month through our Patreon site. You can also make a one-time PayPal contribution or buy some of the merchandise in our online store. Thanks again for watching. Come back next time as we continue to discover what makes the Spring Ford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. <laughs>